Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. We go above the night. Black lights. Patient lights. <laughs> Ashley, have you seen Renaissance? Them Phil? Still have not. I have heard snippets about what's shown in it, which I've honestly tried to avoid because I'm like, y'all really gonna give me no reason to ever see it if y'all give away every behind the scenes moment and what was All said the good stuff exactly yeah. especially with blue in it i'm like come on y'all spoilers oh. all the spoilers always on these internets but no i still have not gone to see it what about you i have not seen it as i've stated on this podcast before i was gonna wait to see if it was worth the hype and it might be <laughs> i'm considering it it leading up to Christmas as of right now, looking at Rotten Tomatoes, which is one of our favorite resources for, you know, understanding what the world is saying about movies and TVs. It's 97% from the critics and the audience score is 100%. So mm-hmm. Beehive is busy. You know? I saw Mama Tina post the Rotten Tomatoes info and so proud the only moment of pause i had that was like maybe i should just go ahead and see it was hearing the box office numbers and hearing the comparison to taylor swift's box office numbers and i was like in my fandom i feel some type of way so that was the only time one million dollars opening weekend so still plenty still plenty and taylor swift Eras tour that opened in October, $92.8 million. I think it's worth saying when we look at Beyonce and Tyler Swift, we are comparing apples to oranges, obviously. But outside of that, Taylor really got the kids. You know what I mean? And Beyonce's music, especially if we're looking at the last three albums, it's for grown ass people. It is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It and is. the thing about Taylor is she's very palatable when it comes to her audience outside of her being, you know, blonde hair and blue dyed. <laughs> um, she got the kids. Yeah. And I mean, I, I agree with you. Full, so. full stop. I agree with you. And Beyonce ain't hurting for a check. So, no, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Everyone is going to the bank yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. All right. I just was curious because that has been a lot of rumblings in the street. This Renaissance film. All right. Let's go into our headlines. We're going to start off with the most random. And I am looking at people.com. 
Shirley Ralph speaks out aim rumors. She and husband moved in together after 18 years of marriage. Girl, I was just sitting, minding my own business, and the internet decided to tell me that Miss Ralph, who we love, we've loved her for years. Mm -hmm. She's the original dream girl. More recently, Abbott Elementary, of course. And her husband, state senator for Pennsylvania, who've been married for 18 years, just moved in with each other. And I'm just like, and in this article she talks about how you know what she's been married for 19 years they've been together for 21 years Abbott is shot in LA her husband the senator is always at the Capitol which is in Pennsylvania so you know I don't know what magic people think we're going to do that's what she says and she said we see each other on average every two weeks and everyone who questioned, <laughs> she's like, everybody who has questions, she's like, guess what? We're still married. You know, I don't think this is a bad setup. <laughs> For some, it's quite ideal, right? It's, it's quite like, ideal. You I know get my I space and my time and I get my time with you. And then the time we spend together, you have all that chemistry and all that energy to just first and then you go back to your quarters hey (laughs) mind you i'm speaking as a married woman who not only lives with her husband but we both work in the same house all day every day for working and we love each other and we have no problem um and i say that because the pandemic woke a lot of people up on like (laughs) yeah I can't live with you. I can't live with you. Handling their person, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, I'm also reminded of when Gwyneth Paltrow, when she married her husband, they didn't live together. And she was like, he has his kids. I got mine. We live in separate houses. It's insane, but it's insane to quote unquote, regular people but when you got money and resources who knows what type of things you would do or even if not i mean these are both of these people we're talking about because i thought about going up two are on their second marriages and already have so true other experiences other kids other family established other um you know just the meshing of that is not as easy sometimes as it may seem like it should be and also some people just like it better I mean what works for you works for you and I'm here for it when I saw this headline I was like I guess you've reached a different level of fame Shirley Ralph because people.com where did this come from and literally the fact that you're now having to set rumors straight is just I never knew anything about you and your husband's relationship or that he was even a state senator if I'm honest so I was like okay I guess we're at a different tier of celebrity now and it comes with the territory I knew he was um in politics Speaking of COVID-19, also in this article, she says that we were together 24-7 and it was great. I thought, wow, I like this man. And this is in regards to the COVID-19 pandemic quarantine. So, hey, they like each other when they're together. They like each other when they're apart. We've had this conversation when it comes to marriage on this podcast. People do what they need to do in the parameters of their relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. 
as long as everybody's consenting and there's no harm, I have no issues with it whatsoever. Well, I'm happy for them. Let's go ahead and go into our next headline. I am looking at CNN Entertainment. Norman Lear, iconic TV sitcom and movie producer, dies at 101 years old. The famed TV producer, whose wildly successful TV sitcoms, including All in the Family and The Jeffersons, they said there it was comedy fused with social commentary and dominated network ratings in the 70s. This died on Tuesday in his home. Uh, his family stated Norman lived a life of curiosity, tenacity, and empathy. He deeply loved our country and spent a lifetime helping to preserve its finding ideals of justice and equality for all. Ashley... I have to ask you, what do you think his legacy is going to be? Because, you know, when I found out that it was a white man behind good times, I mean, of course it was, right? We were talking about the 70s, but I was always fascinated by his enthusiasm to talk about, you know, societal um, injustices and in in his recent um, interviews especially when they were doing a lot of the one night only remakes with like today's stars and the fact that he was very much involved in it at such and I like to call wise age. Mm -hmm. I think I I always thought that was beautiful. I always thought that was beautiful. I mean, that's what my latest recollection of him is right was those live action moments uh because he was behind the scenes and all of that when you got a chance to watch but what is his legacy I mean his legacy is solidified in terms of you know tv and that pop culture influence those shows have will live on now generations to come I think people who are true tv enthusiasts will continue to talk about him today's generation I don't know I don't know if they respect the game the way the game once was respected. I think they're with different technology and the way so much with media has shifted. I don't know where that stands, but definitely for the shows that he has, regardless of whether they remember his name, that stamp and that footprint will continue to live on. And also when I saw the headline, I was like, I just thought of Trevor Noah and his stand up he did. And he talked about Queen Elizabeth and the fact that she fin- was able to finish life. That's what I thought about Norman Lear. I was like, he got a chance to finish life. This is the way to go out. 101 years old, dying of natural causes. Like you got, you finished life. How lucky, how lucky. That's beautiful. So what a life. What a life. Speaking of that, he was married three times. He had six kids and the age gap was 47 years between his oldest and youngest. I do like this comment, you know, people in the seventies have always called his work edgy and he took issue with it. He says, edgy is what others wrote about it, but I never thought it was edgy. We were simply dealing with the problems that existed in our culture. I'm like, thank you, sir. I think his bravery and his courageousness to bring societal issues to what they used to say back in the day, 
our homes, our living rooms is pretty wonderful. And may he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, I don't even know if I have the energy for this one. Jonathan Majors is on trial for domestic assault. And his ex-girlfriend had a tearful testimony that happened on Tuesday. So I'm looking at Variety. Jonathan Major's ex-girlfriend tearfully testifies domestic assault trial. Quote, I felt scared of him. I'm just going to go ahead and jump to the chase. So Grace mentioned in her testimony She was with him for two years and he was extremely volatile and controlling and he would threaten suicide after fights. She also said that he described himself as a great man and demanded that she behave like, quote, Michelle Obama or Coretta Scott King. He says, I'm a great man, a great man. I do great things for my culture and for the world. The woman that supports me needs to be a great woman. And to that, Ashley, I say WTF. (laughs) WTAF. What the actual fuck? Mm -hmm. My mouth was agape. I just thought it was ridiculous. And then I realized that they had him on the record, like recorded. And I was like, oh, shit, he really said that. Like those words came out of his mouth to his Caucasian partner. That's (laughs) it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious to me. And it just goes to show why he felt like he needed Megan on his arm for all of this. When I say I genuinely do not have words for Megan Good, I'm like, what is he, what game is he spitting? What is he putting down in the bedroom? I don't understand why she is putting her cachet into this man at this time. I don't know. I know she's deeply into her religious beliefs at this point so maybe at the start she still has talked about it as if she is so I thought maybe at first it was philanthropy you know it was like let me help a brother while he's down but at this point I don't know what's happening it makes me sad I love Megan Good I grew up with Megan Good and I'm worried for her it's not just about like the the look of it it's disturbing to hear some of the testimony and some of the because I don't know if anyone else has ever felt like they've dealt with any level of like emotional or psychological abuse but I will say that there were some red flag language in there to me about certain things absolutely and so even if there had been no physical abuse which obviously we're hearing that there was that as well the emotional psychological side of it especially the love bombing early and then all of a sudden the rage stuff starts but you're already so invested in that relationship and I was like all this shit I think this is true and Megan run for your life Ashley been rocking so hard with Megan good since he's by you okay I'm like you gonna put your good reputation 
next to this man right now in this time. He has this white woman to be his Michelle Obama and Coretta Scott King. <laughs> he, he had to have been in his acting bag. Like he had to have been <laughs> going through something with preparing for a role. Like he could not have taken himself seriously when that came out of his mouth. It's utterly ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. If he didn't have this, he would easily be one of the greatest actors of our generation. Easy. Well, we used to talk so glowingly about him up until the moment that the incident was um, discussed. And, you know, for a minute, it was like, did this happen? Did it not happen? What happened? But obviously, as they're doing, like, I think it's, what is it, CNN or CBS or somebody's doing like live updates right now. And yeah, I just, it's, it's scary to me never know any of these people as much as we get into pop culture and celebrity news and all that stuff I don't put anything past anybody so as much of a fan as I was there for a while of his acting and stuff if this is the type of man that he is no thank ladies you ladies beware run in the other direction this is not the type of man you want or need in your it's life truly that simple and just for a reminder Majors was arrested March 25th. He faces three charges of misdemeanor assault, aggravated harassment and harassment. He has pleaded not guilty and faces up to a year in prison if convicted. I'm just happy he's not carrying that mug around like he used to. Well, didn't he come to court with a Bible, though, one of these last couple of times? The last time I saw him in court, he was fixing Megan's hair, but he failed to fix the bun. But that was a whole nother conversation. Really <laughs> Somebody was to, like, really trying to be you, black. I mean, does he think we're that naive? You know, we can see through, you know, black women are notorious for seeing through the bullshit. Uh, and it shouldn't even be notorious. We're famous for it. I hope she's still friends with her ex-husband or has some other great male friends or family in her life that are asking her some important questions. And I say men, not that women <laughs> probably aren't too, but I just feel As like sometimes you need questions. those good male influences to help you see through some of the ways that men behave. So I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna pray for Megan. She's on my prayer list. Cause that's a lot. Amen. I mean, grace as well. Let me not make it seem like I am not, I don't feel for her throughout everything that I'm hearing about. Um, Cause I am, that's horrible. Nobody should ever be treated that way or violated in that way by their partner. And so it's definitely disheartening to um, hear and uh, we'll see how this plays out, though, in the court and in the court of public opinion, because, you know, that's what everybody has is fucking opinion, including us, which is on the podcast. <laughs> that part. <laughs> All right, Ashley, let's go ahead and get to our next headline. I am only bringing this up because it is in the news this week. We typically do not acknowledge these situations until the people themselves acknowledge them. And I'm referring to this Us Weekly article, Ashanti is pregnant 
expecting first baby with boyfriend Nelly. If you are a millennial, you understand the significance of Ashanti and Nelly's relationship back in the day. They dated on and off from 2003 to 2013 and officially called it off. And just like Benefer 2.0, Ashanti and Nelly are back together. Yes. Yes. You're excited about this. I, I love it. I was never invested in the relationship in that way. I'm more invested probably now than I was then because it's, I told you, it's this whole feeling of like, maybe it wasn't the right time. Maybe Mm. we needed to grow as individuals Mm. before we can come back together and have this great relationship. I live for, you know, these romances that, circle the block and are able to make it work like it's like up to i mean you're a rom-com yes uh, romantic book enthusiast this is a common chance yes second chance yes and i so as much as you were excited about benifer that was a relationship i was never heavily invested i love (laughs) i love them individually and their talents whatever but as a relationship do y'all thing but nelly and ashanti yes Yes, let's make this work. And they always look like they're having the best fucking time together. If they ain't doing nothing, they smiling and laughing together. That's very true. And they don't be grossing me out as much as like Courtney and Travis. Oh, Courtney and Travis is like walking lust in my personal opinion. (laughs) You know what I mean? They be all over each other. Tongues out. Groping. And Travis was like, you know, the people who don't like to see it is just their their miserableness and that. No, Travis, nobody wants to see y'all constantly fondling each other. It's just a matter of like <laughs> general respect for everybody around you. Like Common take that decency. to y'all room <laughs> and let that all that happen there. Like you in front of your mama, tonguing him down. Your grandma could be. MJ could be sitting right next to you and you straddling that man's lap. I mean, come on. It's a little overboard for me. But she Nelly and Ashanti, a rocker. I'm rooting for y'all. So a if she's pregnant, if, if Ashanti is pregnant, oh my God. So, um, of course, these articles love to put everybody's ages on blast. Ashanti, <laughs> Ashanti 43 years old. Nelly. 49 this would be her first child and nelly has two children chanel 29 son cornell 24 yeah so they have not Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. they have not officially came out with this but according to us weekly and all the other major outlets went ahead and followed it, it, they're really big on saying allegedly mm-hmm. reportedly. <laughs> reportedly. reportedly yes 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 and that's that's exactly what we're gonna say so if this is the case congrats to the couple hopefully it's everything you ever wanted and more you think he's gonna propose i have no idea people's business i have no idea <laughs> If he does, if he does, great. This this what they want? I don't know. Let these people live. Like I said, they just seem like they're having a great time. So whatever looks like, whatever that looks like for them. Everybody don't have to get married to be happy, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. Some people are fine. (laughs) Look at Goldie and Kurt. 
oh are they really gonna be the poster children I mean, I always use them or Oprah and Stedman, but I feel like Goldie and Kurt have more both public profile versus everybody's True. like, we don't know where Stedman is. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. Mm-hmm. He's at the guest house because Oprah didn't let him in the house. <laughs> you remember? Not Gail gets to go to the big house over Stedman. No. Okay. So during the pandemic, Oprah was not playing when it came to quarantine. Um, and I don't remember what it was for, but of course she was talking to Gail and she was like, yes, Stedman was there for the lot of time in the guest house before he came to the main house. 14 days. She's like, what I'm not going to do is get COVID. So, I mean, and that's real. Very. You know, our beloved Oprah is knocking on 70. So... And, and she's, she's Oprah. Looking fantastic these and she's days. Not to say it's she's like... never looked fantastic before, but I was like loving every time we see her she's wearing the color purple (laughs) really really on the nose um as we approach december 25th i am ready i am so ready and i'm bringing my tissues because i know i'm gonna boil my eyes out you know what i'm forgetting this whole time i'm thinking like oh what are we gonna do on christmas my family here and stuff we're going to the theater we used to do it every year and then we fell off for covid yeah. So it's time to get back into it, I think. We always did it for Thanksgiving, for sure. And Christmas, mm. it just really depend on. Because, you know, in Michigan, it, it was rough out there <laughs> in terms of the snow and the ice, okay? But yes, Color Purple musical, December 25th. It's, it's definitely Oscar bait, and I think it's going to be well worth it. So let's get into our hot topics. We have two this week. Girl, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach are back. Did you miss them? No. <laughs> we talked about this when it was announced that they were doing the pod and everything. No, I wasn't checking for them anymore. It is just so, it's, I don't even have all the words because it feels kind of icky. You know what I mean? Like, them against the world it's giving that vibe it's like you're not Meghan Markle and Prince Harry no you're Eddie Cibrian and Leanne Rhymes you know wow 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 so their (laughs) podcast has officially came out it's called Amy and TJ podcast it debuted on Tuesday here are just a few highlights because guess what I did not listen to the podcast (laughs) I can't say if I will or not. Of course, like everybody on social media, I looked for the highlights. So they were adamant in telling their story, Ashley. I I know when we originally talked about this, they were supposed to be talking about all things, but I guess they felt like this first episode, they just wanted to put everything out on the table. Sure, sure. They mentioned that they were already in divorce proceedings when they were quote unquote out it. They mentioned that to be clear, we were outed as being in a relationship home said, but everyone else thought we were being outed as adulterers being outed as cheating on our spouses and it wasn't 
the case. Again, this feels very icky. (laughs) To me, my skin is crawling. But to be fair, that's because first impressions are everything. And I was under the assumption that they were very much still married, banging each other. I don't know. I, I never got a clear understanding of that exact timeline between when their spouses were apparently, you know, just just talked to about the fact that they were both going to be a, separate from them, divorce them, whatever. And when they actually got together, I feel like I remember at the time of seeing one of the publications putting it out, it may have been a month or two. Right. But the point is, there was already probably an emotional affair of some level before all that happened. And then, yep. as I talked about, a while ago when the story was first out, the biggest things for me was y'all were family friends, right? Like the families were family and together, the the spouses, the kids, you know what I'm saying? So that's when it gets messier to me because it's not like, oh, I'm marrying somebody who I've never been around their spouse. I've never been around their kids. I don't know what that looks like. Same reason why Ariana Grande was getting so much shit for what went down with her boyfriend or whatever they want to call themselves right now is because apparently you met that man's wife and you were around their child and you still did what you needed to do. So for for more than just the were y'all still legally married or not, it was the fact that y'all fell in love, even though y'all know y'all were canoodling. Committed. Yeah, canoodling yeah. amongst the the family friendships, you know, it's awkward. It feels very awkward. They said that they thought they were protecting their children and their families by trying to keep everything private, and maybe that was a foolish and silly thing. The couple said they had been close friends for eight years. Holmes said that their relationship was so close that people would call them brother, sister, almost peas in a pod and all this stuff. That's bullshit right there. That's, (laughs) I hate when people say that stuff about, oh, that he's like a brother, she's like a sister. And then y'all really fucking for real. Like I remember years ago, Britney Spears or Justin Timberlake said that about the other one. And then not long after that, it came out that they were dating. I was like, why play that game of like making it feel even weirder by this whole sibling dynamic? Siblings don't look at each other lustfully. It should be somebody that you would never even consider dating. So don't talk about y'all were like siblings. That's horseshit. Y'all probably always had some level of an inappropriate relationship. That's what I hear. That's what it feels like to me. You were married, he was married, but y'all was all little two peas in a pod. Ooh, just just would get under my veins if I was their ex-spouse. Just get under my skin, rather. Ooh, just piss me off. Robot describes the last 12, 12 months as a year from hell. Holmes said that he pounded the vodka. Oh, I thought she was about to say something else. <laughs> the couple ended their podcast by saying that they were glad that they had the opportunity to share their story they felt like that it was cathartic and incredible to be able to start to tell it and live it 
and we have not felt comfortable holding our heads up high walking on the street, at least initially, but we started to now. Would they have been better off just getting paid for an interview or writing a book or something than this whole podcast? I don't know, because again, it's going to depend on how well it does. Well, we talked about it before, they're executive producers on it and are supposed to be helping to bring on more content. So it just depends on what their deal looks like and if they're able to deliver in terms of um, entertaining folks. So if they are, then this was great because they're unemployed. You know, they needed and wanted to get back to work. And like I said before, they deserve to get back to work. What went on in their personal life has nothing to do with them being able to do their jobs competently um, in their chosen career field of journalism. So I don't have any issue with them getting opportunity. It's just, am I going to sit and listen to a podcast by the two of them? No, I was never a huge fan of either of them on my television screen, even before. Like, it's not like, oh, these are my favorite ABC news personalities. Um, so right. I care even less now yeah it's that whole bible verse that i'm reminded of where it says um avoid the appearance of evil and i think that's the main reason why they probably got fired from abc they're known for being a wholesome network freaking owned by disney knowing that your two anchors are canoodling with each other to be with each other after breaking up two homes just feels kind of spicy to me. And also um, when you're a news person, you're supposed to talk about the news, not be the news. That is a exactly thing across the board. So hot goss. Exactly. How long do you think she's going to be with him? Because <laughs> a shout out to uh, Drea. She sent um the first link to me and she was like she gonna be fine regardless at the end of the day and we all know why <laughs> exactly but this whole situation of their exes supposedly now dating um it's a good PR for them which kind of would piss me off too it's like they just launched this podcast and now this is coming out so is it true or did they just put it out to help create more interest in the launch of their pod I was just about to pivot. And with you saying that, you think the exes getting together is positive for TJ and them? Yes, because it generates interest in listening to their freaking podcast. They just launched this show. Nobody had been talking about them. Then all of a sudden it's back in the headlines. Oh, now the exes of these two are dating. So people may be like, oh, well, let me see if they're going to address it or talk about it. Absolutely, I think it's positive for them on the uh, side of uh, generating interest, for sure. I think what also doesn't help is that TJ Holmes was known to have been a cheater in his past relationships. So that's where it gets kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> As Megan Fox titled her book, Pretty Boys Are Poisonous. I mean, light-skinned man with those eyes. Classic Ooh. pretty boy, classic classic yeah i'm looking at et or entertainment tonight it says that the andrew and mary lee initially they had no interest in each other but bonded over trauma from their respective breakups the only couple i condone 
trauma bonding is Katniss and PETA. Like, I don't. <laughs> Shout out to the Hunger Games. Outside so of them. You weren't a fan of hearing about Shania Twain and that swapping of spouses. That's why when you sent me that, I was like, what in the Shania Twain is I happening? Know. I know. But. And they were like best friends. Foundation. They were. They were. Is Shania still with him though? Yes. They're not together anymore. Is no, she? they are. They're both still with the other person's ex. Yes. Oh, man. I didn't know they were still together. Yes. Okay. As far as I know, because I told you, I just found out about it fairly recently that this was what happened. I was like, oh my God, the scandal. Still the one I hold to, the only one I dream. Oh, okay. Well, I love it. If you love it, I like it. That's how I am right now. <laughs> you just swerve on Mayor Lee and what's the ex-husband's name? Andrew. And Andrew, get your swerve on. They like you. We <laughs> might as well. Let's see what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and get into our final hot topic. Girl, time has named their person of the year. Mind you, past person of the year has included former President Barack Obama, the Pope, the Queen of England. We have Taylor Swift as Times 2023 Person of the Year. Why, you may ask? Her era's tour has been a phenomenon. They talked about the economic um, impact they talked about the movie. They talked about her re-recording and releasing her music. They said that she has more number one albums than any other woman in history. This year alone, she has three. They also said that she became a billionaire and... The other fun fact that I thought was really cool, the first artist to occupy all 10 spots on Billboard's Hot 100 in a single week, top streaming artist on both Apple Music and Spotify in 2023, and the most streamed female artist in Apple Music history. Ashley, were you surprised by times choice i was not surprised um she's been everywhere this year so much so that it started making me feel like a hater because i was like you know i'm kind of tired of all of this i've said it on the mic multiple right? times at this point like well I just, said it's, it's very like love overkill um with all the coverage so i i'm so glad that you said that because i'm like i love a woman doing her thing but really <laughs> yeah it's been a lot i mean especially with the travis kelsey romance now like my god uh so not surprising at all to me but congratulations on all the accomplishments that she's had this year i don't want to take anything away from her success and for i think she said that she's the like the happiest and most free she's been so far in her career and her life so you know love to hear that and happy for you so congratulations Absolutely. She said some things about moving to another country after the Kanye 
Kim Kardashian leaking tape thing. And honestly, I was exhausted. So I was like, I'm not going to read this, especially if you're like, <laughs> you don't have to be the victim. Like we get it. We get it, Taylor. It's okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about this relationship. Of course, this is a headline. She said that she and Travis were together before her first game. She said that you would have to be psychotic to make your first date um, a hard lunch <laughs> in the public eye. We talked about this briefly. You know, he called her out saying he wanted to get her attention with her at her concert on his podcast. And she got wind of it. And she thought he was mental as hell, quote unquote. And they started hanging out and they're together. They're still trying to make fetch happen, Ashley. Um, Lovia Jai, one of my favorite commentators, wrote an interesting thread on Twitter uh, talking about Taylor being Times Person of the Year while Beyonce wasn't even nominated and they had a very comparable year in terms of quantifiable impact um, in terms of like record-breaking tours and economic impact and documentaries. Do you think this is a conversation worth having, Ashley? Um, I saw her post. Um, if she feels like it is, then it is. We've talked before about how it seemed like in certain capacities, Beyonce was being overlooked or under reported on in terms of her own accomplishments when it came to um, her tour and the record breaking and the influence and the economic impact and stuff. But I mean, a lot of people also have given Beyonce those flowers with everything that she's achieved this year. And honestly, is the being the Time Magazine's person of the year that deep for me it's not in terms of a publication like I think that's what we talked about this last year when you guys are putting like um, certain leaders on your list that I don't agree with and certain just because you feel like they have some level of influence I then I'm not I don't rock with you that hard so you know Taylor has her thing that's why I said congratulations on all your accomplishments I'm not going to take anything away from that and Beyonce is Beyonce and no one can mm -hmm. take that away from her point blank period I don't think I think sometimes we give these so true publications and these accolades too much weight. I hear you. I hear you. Lovey did also highlight that she felt like journalists on the ground in Gaza should have been highlighted. So mm -hmm. there was definitely an opportunity for a more real life quote unquote person to highlight, but I think. The world is in the season where we have our celebrities dress up as animals and sing on stage and we accept it and take it as an enter entertainment. You mean like the mask you know singer? I mean? Yes, that's exactly oh, okay. what I'm referring to. Okay. <laughs> Just clarifying for all of us. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. That's all I got today, Ashley. What are we recapping next week? So obviously tis the season. We are in the month of December. It's Christmas time, kids. And so there's Christmas content coming out on these streamers and theaters and all the things. So the one we're going to talk about for next week is going to be Candy Cane 
Lane, available on Amazon Prime, starring Eddie Murphy and the Tracy Ellis Ross. Together, family-friendly <laughs> film. Took some twists and turns I was not expecting for a Christmas film. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to chat about a little bit. Has some some iconic comedians that popped up in this as well. So it'll be fun. It was so much fun. Y'all, get your hot chocolate. Get your gingerbread cookies. And let's talk about it. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for rocking with us today, for listening to this episode. We appreciate you. If you have any feedback on any of the headlines or hot topics we've talked about today, don't be shy. Shoot us a DM, email us, get with us on any of the things. We'll be happy to discuss, shoot us a comment. Please share this episode with your family, friends, loved ones. We so appreciate you. And in the meantime, until next time, be blessed. Bye.